Good morning. Welcome to our worship service. This is the third Sunday in the season of Easter. And this morning, we will begin our worship service in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us begin with a prayer. O oh God, by the humiliation of your Son, you lifted up this fallen world from despair of death. By his resurrection to life, grant your faithful people gladness of heart and the hope of eternal joy. Through your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Our text this morning is from the book of Acts, chapter 1, verses 19, verses 1 to 19. Acts, chapter 9, verses 1 through 19a. Dear friends in Christ, this morning we are following the theme, Seeing the Light of Easter. Let me start with a question. If you had to give up one of your five senses, which one would you choose to lose? This is one of those questions that make for an interesting debate or an interesting conversation. And maybe you have already considered the questions. Maybe you have already considered the value of any of the five senses. Let's say the sense of taste, the value of touch, the value of smell, the value of hearing, and the value of sight. Perhaps we look for an example from people we know. I would imagine that all of us know someone who has lost some of his or her hearing. And that seems to be very common and tends to happen slowly over time, if you have noticed. I know a few people personally that have either temporarily or permanently lost at least some ability to smell or taste. And yes, they miss it, especially when it comes to their favorite foods, but they seem to get by. I do not know that any of us can even begin to imagine what life would be like if with absolutely no sense of touch. But as life-changing as it might be to never feel anything again, there is still one more that people would rather hang on to. The Apostle Paul, by then, according to our text, he was still so, did not have a choice. If we go to the first verses from the book of Acts chapter 9, verses 3 to 9, what just happened? That had to be the question so thought about three days straight as he sat in darkness. And I suppose there are two ways he could look at it. The most obvious description of what happened to Saul on the road to Damascus is this. Saul met Jesus, and then he went blind. 
he lost his sight. But there is another way to look at what happened that day. And it sounds like the opposite of the first, but it is equally true. Here is what I'm getting at. Saul met Jesus, and then he was able to see better than he ever had before, because he saw the light of Easter. And it changed a whole lot of lives forever, not just his own, but for many people. Let us rewind a bit. When we first met Saul in the book of Acts, the young man is watching with approval while a Christian is being stoned to death. Again, when we follow what happened to Saul, Saul began to destroy the church, going from house to house. He dragged off men and women and put them into prison. Why would he do that? Why was he doing that? Well, Saul thought he was protecting the Jewish way of life. He came to think that his whole purpose in life was to protect the world from Jesus and those who believed in him. These ideas that Jesus was the son of God, that especially the lie that Jesus had risen from the dead, needed to be removed, to be snuffed out. So was convinced that he was doing God's work by going after the Christians. That is why he was found on the road to Damascus in the first place, according to our text. Meanwhile, Saul was still breathing out murderous threats against the Lord's disciples. He went to the high priest and asked for letters to the synagogues in Damascus so that if he found any there who belongs to the way, whether men or women, he might take them as prisoners to Jerusalem. Saul thought he was headed in the right direction, but in reality, he was spiritually blind. Until, that is, he saw the light of Easter, and now those words had to be echoing through his mind. The words that he was told during that incident. When he asked, who are you? Jesus answered, I'm Jesus whom you are persecuting. As and the apostle Paul, you can imagine, he was answering, I was not persecuting Jesus because Jesus is dead. I was doing what needed to be done. I was protecting our history, our tradition, our way of life. I was doing God's work. I was trying to keep the lies from spreading. But if Jesus just talked to me, that means he is not dead. If he is not dead, that means he rose from the grave, just like all these people are claiming. That's why they are so brave, so unafraid. And if those claims about Jesus are true, then I have been wrong all the time. I have been wrong about everything that I have been doing. Those were thoughts that were going around in Saul's mind. Seeing the light of Easter means that Saul finally understood his own blindness. What happened that day? Saul's conversion happened that day. What does it mean to be converted? 
The word convention literally means to be turned around, to be taken off one path and pointed in a new direction. And by God's grace, that is exactly what happened to Saul. He went from persecuting Christians to becoming not only a Christian, but the greatest missionary the world has ever seen. We know him as Paul. God sent a man called Ananias, who had heard about Saul and was a bit nervous about meeting with such a man with such a reputation. But God had a different idea to this former enemy of his. If we read from verses 15 to 19a. After those three days of blindness, Jesus gave Saul his sight back, and now he had a whole new outlook for the rest of his life. Friends in Jesus Christ, what about you? Did you see the Easter light this year? Maybe it didn't seem as powerful as Saul's example today. Maybe it was a joyful day, but the joy has faded since then. Or maybe this year's light of Easter was clouded by some difficult circumstances in your life that surrounded the celebration. You and I are more like so than we are different. Maybe we have not actively persecuted Christians like he did, but we were all born into this world as enemies of God. Maybe we did not have a convention experience like the story of Saul, but Jesus sent his Holy Spirit to take away blindness on our, of our unbelief. Maybe Jesus did not explicitly tell anyone about the purpose he has for us the way he did for Saul, but our Savior has given each one of us a purpose for life that would not be the same without him. Friends, like so, you can have the confidence that your sins are forgiven because Jesus suffered and died to pay for your redemption. Like so, you were handpicked to be a child of God and like so, you are called and equipped to shine the light of Easter that you have seen so powerful. The light that takes away spiritual blindness and makes you a missionary with the single saving message of the gospel of Jesus Christ. So, why don't we shine that light more often? One reason is that we live in a world of darkness, a world full of people who are not looking for light because they don't even know they are blind. But we can just blame everyone else. Every single one of us has a heart that is resistant to our mission. We know how easy it is wrapped up in a schedule or routine. Whether we plan our week or someone else does it for us, we know how easy it is to get distracted by the challenges of life. How easy it is to want to chase the good things the world offers. Quite often, we fail to see the opportunities God gives to live in response to His grace. So, friends, in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, take this reminder from Saul's story. 
who is more equipped than you to share God's forgiveness? You who have been forgiven every sin because Jesus died for you, who is more equipped than you to share eternal hope? Than you to share eternal hope? You who would eternally hopeless without Jesus? Who is more equipped than you to build up other Christians? You who have been brought here and encouraged so often, who is more equipped than you to reach out to the lost? You who have been rescued from death because Jesus lives. Friends, you have seen the light of Easter once again this year. But you know people who have not. You know people who are still in blindness, in darkness. God has removed your blindness by the power of his spirit. May the same spirit work in you, work in all of us to strengthen us for our mission today and always. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Let us close with a prayer. Lord God, our Heavenly Father, we thank you for sending Jesus Christ to be our light in this world. We thank you for removing the darkness, for removing the blindness from our sight so that we are called your children. Make us to be your instrument so that we are able to share your gospel with all the people in the world. Make us also be strong like the Apostle Paul who went after being converted out to preach your word in all the world. Make us strong as a church, make us strong as a congregation, and make us strong as individual members. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. You may find the other readings from Revelation chapter 5, verses 11 to 14, and the Gospel of John chapter 21, verses 1 to 14.